talk anymore. Hello. Yeah, hi. <laughs> Hamish, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Mel? I'm not tired. Oh. <laughs> yes. I'm feeling energised. Um, we are here today with a very special guest. Um, all I feel like I can say is, oh no. <laughs> never hear that, do uh, you? Nope, never heard that before. Um, we're here with Alex Norris. Ooh, hello. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yes, I, uh, my name's Alex Norris, and I make a webcomic called Webcomic Name, which always ends with oh no. Uh, and it's always three pounds long. And I've been doing that since about 2016. Uh, and then I... Uh, also make a webcomic, or well, used to make a webcomic, called Doris McComics. Um, and uh, I do like lots of other things around that, like speaking at things. And I run a shop, and all sorts of stuff like that. But yeah, basically web webcomic artist. And you just, you self-describe yourself on your Twitter as mm -hmm. a queer blob. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, so yeah, <laughs> originally, uh, yeah, I think it's been nice... Um, uh, kind of been more uh, open with my like self online because like for a long time uh, the I did I used to do like comics in uh, and then I would be hidden behind them and so mm -hmm. online I wouldn't really have like a personal presence and I realised that part of that was because I wasn't like presenting in a way that I thought was uh, for ages I kept saying like oh I just don't feel like I'm the artist of this comic I feel like you know I kept wanted to make up imaginary artists of my comics. And then I, after a while, I was like, oh, it's because I don't think the, you know, the way that I uh, am isn't how I want to, like, present almost. And so I think that, like, just, like, um, uh, even though I was in, like, the comics community, which is very, which it, there's, there's a massive, like, queer community and part of that, I think that it was only recently that I was like, oh, I'm part of that too. And, like, and being, you know, being like, oh, there's a, there's a weird reason why I just love being around queer people all the time. Welcome. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> I mean, we are um, great. So, yeah, it's, uh, I think being more kind of, I think doing more talks and, um, like, uh, stuff like that means that I'm, like, more present as, like, an artist, physically. Mm. Yeah. And these talks are, people have asked you to talk about doing webcomics? Yeah, it's um, normally, like, at uh, sort of festivals, you know, where people have lots of, like, speakers and stuff. Uh, and I also I do lots of things on, like, panels uh, about comics or about art or about the internet, um, which I, I love and is, like, probably... Uh, I haven't done many of them this year because I uh, kind of did too many the year before. Yeah. Um, and it kind of... Uh, I needed to figure out what I wanted out of that stuff, uh, and I'm excited to do more of it. But, um, yeah, I think it was... I, I do love... Uh, even though, like, I'm a comic artist, I love, like... Um, being doing working on something by myself and kind of being separate from people i also love like pe you know chatting being like performative and being on stage and i think that um uh it was really nice to have the chance to do that more so yeah um mm. yeah normally in those contexts uh that's how i do it hmm. yeah. i'd love to do an episode about um presence online yeah. and like how much you are in your comics and how much you're not um, I think that's tied really closely with uh, uh, online presence and uh, also I think there's a lot of um, uh, pressure for your own personal brand to be the thing that sells the comics 
Um, so it's quite interesting you saying, you know, because obviously you are quite a well-known comic artist, um, that you hid behind your comics a lot more. I mm. think a lot of the time we're in a, a... We know comic celebrities more than necessarily what they've done. Yeah, definitely. And I, th- I think that's it's always really interesting. And I think I, um, I, think I started just before... Um, the you know very or, or just as like autobiographical web comics became like a big thing like I think I guess like relatable comics was what caused mm. that so because people were like they wanted to like be find um, if you're finding comics relatable then they wanted to like re- you know have someone that the artist be in it so it's like an authentic kind of experience um, whereas I was like not I didn't want to do that um, but still wanted to be in that kind of genre, and I, but and I've always loved like um, I, the reason I got stressed out with all that, all that stuff is because when you're like I don't know if you find this, but like when you're presented as like the artist of something, that's just like another thing, another part. It's like part of the art almost. Mm-hmm. So like you, so um, you know, it's another thing to kind of create, and another thing to like um, you know the way that you come across to people and the way that you talk about things is like another thing to think about, and I just. I, I, completely overthought it in terms of I think that like strikes true with me I think that when I like go to cons especially Mm. and I got my table um with like quite monochrome dark comics uh or like lady comics uh that are I hope quite obviously um you know the person writing this comic is is into women I wouldn't necessarily go to that comic table dressing up Mm. like in high femme stuff Mm, I want to be the gribbly goblin that's (laughs) made these Mm. um uh you were talking about Wes Anderson yeah oh my god I only just recently found out what Wes Anderson looks like yeah and it's wrong (laughs) It's, oh really? Oh, no, really? like he, I had a completely different idea of what he looked uh, like in my head. But he does dress like he's in his own movies. Yeah, Do I know, you, yeah. and that's wrong. What? Oh, you say he's gonna be like a little goblin making. Yeah, I want. Yeah, 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 I wanted him to be a like uh, a human who was having, who was being driven to create beautiful symmetrical pastel visions because it was the only beauty he could find in his life sure, sure. <laughs> but, but I find, I find, because the, the stereotype of like directors like you have these male directors who you know they'll be creating this like a beautiful incredible thing and then they'll be there like greasy and and with a cap and just like uh you know t- a t-shirt yeah uh and it's like how are you yeah, <laughs> yeah. me uh, hamish points and stuff yeah. <laughs> uh, no i think um the yeah, and I thought I was thought that was like kind of it's just really funny that you've I, I suppose the idea would be you've directed all of your like aesthetic and like love to art and not yourself. Whereas I I just think it's fun to you know and you said that Hamish, but you like I think it's really funny going to um, conventions and you like meet someone and it's like for some reason even though you know you might not be like uh, let's say you make like very colorful comics and you don't wear lots of like color and stuff you can still like. You match people up with their. I love matching people up with the comics they make at conventions. Like they're like and people's dogs yeah. themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that's very true. Yeah. I, I fully, Hannah, like genuinely, super admire how you wear like merch of your stuff when out in public, and <laughs> um, like uh, whatever. <laughs> not, but not just that. But like you look when I have the sense that. 
do you like to be noticed or like? I uh, yeah, I think I think I I definitely never been. Oh, it's a bit of a weird one actually. I've re- thought about this recently because I definitely I have a real um, uh, my default thing is is fitting in, but I think that I am also very. Um, uh, I just want to be like fabulous, and I think mm. it took me a while to, to feel like I was fitting in and being fabulous. If you know what I mean. Well, we saw you at a sash of allure. Yeah, gig, yeah. So you were fitting in and looking fabulous. And that, that's why I love like yeah, exactly. That's why I love like queer spaces and I love comic conventions because because being yeah. kind of uh, very extra with how you look is like that's you know uh, acceptable. Um, but yeah, in terms of the way I, it's so funny if you meet. Uh, I hang out hanging out with lots of like. Uh, you know, web comic artists who uh, are generally more commercial than some of the like indie comic mm-hmm. um, people, um, or just like have that kind of uh, mindset. And so a lot of people will be will be wearing their own merchandise, which I just think is really funny. But then I then I started doing it once I, once I started making stuff because I realised like I made the stuff that I wanted to wear because mm. um, the colours and the and the kind of cartooniness of it. So I end up going well. I like my stuff. Uh, a lot of other people are making similar stuff, and I love I love like wearing that as well. But yeah, I think it's nice. Um, Why would you make something you wouldn't want to wear yourself? Yeah, and I'm also well. Like, I suppose like um, there's probably lots of people who uh, who do that, work in fashion or work in mm. merchandise, and, and don't wear their own stuff. But uh, yeah, for me, I'm like um, yeah, it's quite nice. It's quite nice. Um, people always say if you come up to um, uh, my store at comic conventions and go and go oh you're wearing all the colours that are in your comics I was like yeah because those are my favourite colours I, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't know where that so yeah all my characters kind of dress like I do yeah. mostly just because I'm not that imaginative and that's what I wear <laughs> but also it's the thing of like if you know if that's the reason you're doing it is because you uh, like it and mm. also it means that it also means you can kind of advertise the way your way of doing things to people be like look you like this character from this thing and they're basically like me so therefore you like, like me. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned like relatable comics mm. and the kind of diary comics. Um, and something I've always really liked about webcomic name is how you can do stuff that's very relatable, but uh, even when you, you know, have a have gained all this, um, you know, viewers and everything, I like how a lot of your comics can still be quite specific and very queer and very like political mm. um and talk on that <laughs> i mean like yeah. is that um conscious or is it just you still just making the comics that you want to make um with work my name it's been fun because my whole thing was like i wanted uh i wanted to make a series i, I think I was, at the time i was reading a lot of like peanuts and stuff mm. and he uh just kind of was like he's like cool i got my format that i work in and then he, he he's not um, Charles Schultz was like just drawing, you know, the same thing all the time. But he'd always go back to like similar kind of um, uh, like settings and like themes and things. And the kind of uh, you feel like you know oh the same thing is happening to Charlie Brown again. And that's the joke is that the same thing is happening to Charlie Brown again. And I think I was just like that's a nice way of doing a very long series like a um, especially when you're making as many as as he did. So I was like, oh, it'd be nice to do a series where kind of, um, it doesn't have to be this like extremely original thing every time, but within that you can kind of go anywhere, like, you know, you can take the, um, you can kind of have a sort of foundation that uh, means it's the same series and people feel like it's a con- con- uh, continuous thing, but then you can kind of go in all different directions within that. And so 
And the Ono punchline definitely helps because it means I can kind of do anything that ends with Ono. Mm-hmm. And it means that, like, I would, I, my aim from the beginning was to be like, I want to make uh, political comics that are like, are like in the sort of vein of um, like newspaper topical comics, um, which I kind of tried to do with, with the Brexit. But the Brexit stuff was really interesting because uh, when that happened, I was like, well, this is the subject I would do about it because no one is winning. It's everyone, it's an Ono from all angles. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And uh, and it's just like it's everything I that webcomic name is about, which is like it's kind of uh, you know disastrous but also boring, and like that's I'm not mm. a big big about that big thing. But yeah, and it means that I can kind of go into that, but also um, what, relatable comics isn't really as much of a thing. Like webcomics has kind of not become such a um, staple of the internet currently. Like there's still a lot mm. of relatable comics out there, but Things, the internet's kind of changed a little bit since then. And now a lot of stuff on the internet is very political, social justice, or, or the internet that I see. And a lot of people talking about social issues. So it was just nice to like change webcomic name into that, because it was just what I wanted to do about. Mm. So rather than being like, oh, I still have to do comics about, um, you know, your tea going cold or something. Uh, it's like, cool, now it's about... Um, I go from that, and then now it's like, now it's about racism. Well, yeah, which is nice, and I think the um, it's been interesting doing that, and it's been nice, um, uh, yeah, doing more stuff about queer stuff because also like that's what I'm thinking about at the moment mm-hmm. with queer stuff especially is like, uh, and it's nice working out uh, comics. Um, it was, it was difficult doing stuff like that as well, and not really not being really negative because it always ends though no. So people, so it's still people, like the fact that people like it and it's like. Uh, not a massive like downer. Mm. It's like takes a lot of work, especially when it's like we're on issues like they're quite serious. Um, yeah. I mean, I what I do like about those comics is it's it's uncertain where the punchline is. So on a surface level, Ono oh is always the punchline. Then there's the pun like then it's the setup which then becomes the punchline if you know how it's going to end, mm. and then it's that third punchline of like I don't know what I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. like you I, I, I love that you were retweeting and sort of sharing people kind of mashing up their own ones or isn't there a webcomic name generator yeah which is always my I was like for ages I was like oh, the cool to I saw someone else doing uh, I think Cyanide and Happiness the webcomic did a have a generator where, but they, they've made specific uh, images for that mm. whereas um, someone else uh, I think the uh, yeah someone else made a um, uh, yeah the comic generator thing and then shared it with me and I was like this is everything that I want wanted want my webcomic name to be because it's kind of like it doesn't even like I don't even need to make them anymore so it's just making itself which is cut you know I was originally is less so now but originally webcomic name was like supposed to be like all culture is the same, and we're just seeing, we're seeing the same thing on the internet over and over again. And this was like a uh, the antithesis, like, not the antithesis. The the, the, the yeah. like the com- I don't know the peak of that or whatever. Um, yeah. I know the word I want to say. What's the opposite of antithesis? Yeah. Um, but the um, uh, yeah, that that was, and I love um, uh, yeah, sharing all that stuff. And I think I started web point name. Once once it was going, I was like, anyone can make these. I've just landed all I've all I've made really is 
the format, which I was like, I think this just works as a format. And I love it when you can, like, you can see some people, um, you know, happening through all sorts of art. People just land on, like, a, a format that just really works. And I think that it's really hard to do that more than once in your life, I think. But I'm like, um, it was really nice to, like, uh, find that and go, yeah, that really works. And I think that it means that kind of anyone can make them. And I'm just glad, I'm, I hope that I'm the best person at making them. You've made a game. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And I hope, and I want, and I want to encourage people to do it. Like originally, uh, like if I ever wanted to stop webcomic name, I'd be like, it's not really ending. I just want you to make it now rather than <laughs> me, um, which would be really lovely and just make it like a sort of crowd, uh, like a, uh, yeah, a thing that everyone can kind of join in. Yeah. Well, one of the things I was wanted to ask you about is what's your idea of death of the author as a concept? I mm. think you've sort of said that already <laughs> yeah yeah i think because well i, I think I, 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 yeah exactly again it comes from the kind of wanting to like cr uh wanting to be kind of separate from the comics which was how i was a lot more like that when i started yeah and kind of going um i think it's also that feeling because I did, I did a webcomic for quite a while and if you live on the internet and make and i think particularly with webcomics because their webcomics are like in between, they're kind of in between art and a meme. You're kind mm -hmm. of like more so than a lot of things. And so, uh, so I've seen a lot of people now kind of create webcomics that they know are just, they, that people can just change the text and it'll be like a you know, simple way of making a meme. Um, which has never, been, has never been my aim, but I've known that, that that will happen. So you kind of like put something on the internet and then it, and then, uh, you know, you know that kind of it, People will share it and it'll and share it in different contexts as well that isn't what you were planned. And I'm like, that's fine. Um, I, I that's part. That's kind of part of it. And so I think that um, knowing that uh, when I started with my name, I was like, that's kind of you know I, I'll really kind of use that. Like people, uh, I, originally I didn't want, I didn't even want to have my name on on it. But then it's bad for my career and stuff. <laughs> but like. I, originally I um, well I imagine it started not as something that you knew would take off no no although I did I did uh, I was making when I was making Doris my comics which was kind of like a more it was like my first webcomic and it was more experimental and more for me figuring out what I could do with webcomics um, and there's loads of stuff that's in there that's, that like originally I was going to be called Doris my comics and it was going to be like an old lady making webcomics which I thought was pretty funny <laughs> Um, and then it became just the name of the series, and then, um, um, yeah, because I was, like, again, it was like thinking about, overthinking, like, what the artist of this comic would be, as if it's not me, it's so weird. Um, but then with webcomic name, I was like, cool, webcomic name has no author, it's just on the internet, like, it's just, it just exists on the internet. Um, and uh, I still think if that, that would be the purest version of it, uh, if I, but I wouldn't be able to make money off it. Mm. But it's a, not that everyone enjoys that reminds me of blank when it comes to talking about your creative thing but yeah, sure. um, <laughs> I don't mind it. it reminds me a little bit of Octocat and oh. David O'Reilly that whole like putting out animations which are by someone else mm. to kind of then do a reveal or something Cause it by, was that by a child? Is that yeah a, is he that... was sort of pretending that a child put up YouTube MS Paint uh, cartoons and then in the final one it becomes this like CG like magnum opus um yeah that's amazing i love that i love, I love seeing that i mean i i i kind of want to sort of ask about like the day you if there was a day you realized 
you had gone viral (laughs) (laughs) or if that was like something you consider yourself and and about death of the author i think it's good that you do have a certain amount of presence and control because there is a fear of it becoming like a pepe or a Mm. oh no suddenly being that 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 does not scares me but like it does like it's a thing i'm aware of because uh just anything that's like an internet it's memeable yeah and and you kind of go i don't know where this will go and and um which makes me all it makes me worried about is people who get tattoos of it and i'm like there were people who definitely got pepe tattoos from where you know from when the first the comics came out with pepe in them Mm. uh, with the boys club uh came out because i remember i I read boys club but like it was just in a uh, indie kind of comic shop in bristol i was like oh that's cool uh, and I could, you know, imagine if I like loved that comic, got a Pepe tattoo, and then like three years later, it's a like a symbol of hate speech or whatever, a hate symbol. Um, mm. Yeah, I find that just really uh, weird. So, did you have like a day when you realized you were big? Um, I think. Well, to be honest, I think the, when I launched webcomic name, it was like I, even though. Uh, yeah, I didn't know it would be popular, but I kind of like was like, I want to make a popular, I want to make a series that is, I've learned all loads of stuff from Doris McComics, and I want to make a series that works better on the internet, as in it's more easy, more, you can read it quick and faster, uh, and it looks the same every time, so people know that it's from that same series, mm. um, and it's also like, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think it was. I think I, um, uh, I kind of wanted that to happen, and then it was really, really weird to start when I started posting them. That it was suddenly started like p- other people started like sharing it and making their own, and I was like, this is very different to what it's been like before. Um, but there was, the first time that I ever had that feeling of kind of viral stuff was when I just finished university, and I uh, that. It was in September after university. I posted uh, a comic that was uh, called Creativity, and it was just like a little um, visual I, metaphor. I own that. Oh, do you? Yeah. I oh, own, yeah. own, but I, I bought that. You, you have that. You have the rights to that. I own. Uh, that's actually my comic. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, uh, yeah, that's so weird. Um, yeah, this is the print I bought. So, for you. Um, I so I love that. Um, I, I like that comic is like one of the things I'm more proud of in terms of webcomic stuff because it was the first time that like I like made something and then it uh, you know I only have like a few like hundred followers on Tumblr or something and then I, I think I might have been uh, actually I think I, I think I um, uh, I think I posted it not in September it would have been August when I was at the Edinburgh Fringe and I posted this comic and it just went completely mad. Like on on Tumblr, like everyone was sharing it. Now it's probably it was probably about like thirty or fifty thousand notes or something. But I the classic thing of going viral um, is that if you don't have if you haven't got many followers when that happens, you probably still have all of your notifications on vibrate. Yeah. So you go, it's like bzz, 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 all day. And I was like, I don't know how to change this now, which is really cool. But then it's also like haunting you of like, you know, like it's getting, and there's nothing you can do as well. You're not like going to be like, that's why people always post that little comment afterwards going, Oh my God, this blew up because you want to do something, but you're like, it's not up to me anymore. It's other people doing it. Yeah. 
so I think that was the first time was like uh, quite early on with Doris McComics and that was the moment where I was like okay cool I can make something and people will enjoy it and it will make a splash and I just need to do that in a more kind of consistent way uh, yeah so um, that was really nice and then and then uh, it was uh, that, that was the first moment as well that people who I admired had seen my comics as well because a couple of people who I had heard of before shared it um, and that was I think that was to be honest the big, the biggest thing rather than going viral and being seen by loads of people because look, that can happen to you once and then but no one knows who you are yeah um, and it doesn't really mean anything to be honest but then uh, it's when it, the, getting that in front of people who are like uh, are in the industry and like are uh, other artists who you yeah admire, like I, who I admired I was like oh that's that's really cool that that person has seen it um, and that's the cool thing with um, comics is that it's a kind of really good community and if you make anything that's like slightly good the people who you admire will will probably mm. see it because everyone wants to like see all the new things that's happening um, which is yeah I think a really nice thing about comics so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One final question before we go on to our other final questions. Um, we actually haven't ever on this podcast until this episode talked about strip comics. Mm. It's always been long form mm. stuff. And um, I am very interested in that because I think the only day of the year I ever do them is like 24 hour comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just want to know what appeals about them to you and if you would imagine kind of long form comics in your future. I, I, I think I, I started thinking about long form comics before I did strip comics. I think that um, I like I th I was still I was still love to do. I've got like, a lots of thing like plans for like at least like graphic short stories and like longer books and then like bigger projects. But like I think I love strip comics because it's like a small. But there's there's a, a shorter time between having the idea and then and then it fin being finished, which I think I definitely need as because I get so bogged down in things. But I I think I it's also more unpretentious and more s simple and accessible, and because I uh, my um yeah I think I think I've always been drawn to like think uh, uh like when I was at university because I, I studied English literature and I'd always do my essays on poetry rather than novels be partly because I don't want to read a 500 page novel and then have to pick out one thing to write about it uh, instead I was like cool there's you know 20 lines and I'm gonna like really get into this and do an essay on that it made more sense so I think similarly with like comics um, I love like it being kind of small um, but yeah I think that um, in terms of uh, I, I love web comics because you can get your stuff in front of I, I I just want to be a writer, and then I, it's a way of like of all, almost all forms of writing. It's I think I do think that web comics is one of the ways where you can get your your stuff you've made in front of as many people as possible, because people share it very quickly more so than like, uh, uh yeah just like any form of writing especially on on the internet. I think it's like uh, yeah it's it's very quick to get seen by people. And uh, it, and if it's on the internet, it needs to be short. Yeah. And people need to get something, and then they can share it. Uh, and I think we're still figuring out how to do longer, longer comics on the internet. Um, mm. There's the only thing I can think of that's like Webtoon and Tapas, which have a community who are like willing to read longer comics. 
but um, at the moment we're in an internet of like social media and that's why most people spend most of the time on the internet and I think that's why I live and at some point soon we I, th- I think we won't have social media we'll have something else mm. um, and it'll be interesting seeing how people consume a lot of media after that but yeah do you think a lot about the audience and being marketable and how you're consumed then yeah i think i've never been too like um uh too focused on uh doing stuff that my audience will like for its own sake but it's just i think i just love i'm like the challenge is for me to make something i can i know how to make something that i enjoy making because i've just you know i know how i know how to like do funny drawings and make write silly jokes but then it's about how i think the way of the main challenge of being an artist is how to do that and make other people and make it so it's something that other people can understand and enjoy um and that's always been the, the aim and it's like because i think for a long time you can even see this with doris my comics i was so like stubborn about going well if people don't get it it's because they don't get it and i should keep making what i'm making whereas i think that it's actually a massive skill that people underrate making something popular because you can because i want to make stuff as interesting and maybe a bit challenging in some ways but also very popular also very uh, accessible um and that's what i think again why i love, love comics because it's like uh you know um people it's yeah it's very accessible um and then why i like comics as well comics mm-hmm. uh i think that's a very accessible medium that a lot of people like have you got um, any like sort of topics that you probably wouldn't want to make uh, strips about? Or? Ooh, um, t- with with work comic name, you mean? Or yeah, in yeah. Well, in general, but um, I um, I never want, so I never want to like my yeah. I think it's just in terms of comedy in general. I'm always careful about that it's not punching down. Mm. That it's not. Um, uh, I have to be very careful. I never want because I make stuff that's kind of. Uh, I think of it as like kind of sim- like symbolic, I suppose. Mm. But it, you know what I mean by that is like it's very generic. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it'll be approaching a topic from like uh, it'll be like the structure beh- behind everything rather than the issues. But then it means that like for example, I keep coming back to comics if I'm doing stuff about social uh, issues. If I do this people, you know, for example, people, uh, one group feeling marginalised and then the comic is sympathising to those people, that could be queer people, it could be people of colour, it could be, uh, you know, to do with class, but also it could be uh, incels or it could be the far right, you know, like, it's, mm. so it's, it's always... It's the context in which is shared <clears throat> adds to it because anybody can put anything they think onto the Yeah, topic. and so I'm yeah. always careful about, if you make something that's that generic, you have to be careful about... Uh, if someone looks at it from another point of view, do they think that, that you're actually doing a coded thing to, for, the, for their ideas? Mm. So, do, so the, doing comics about marginalisation is very interesting, but like, I'm just very careful about that. It doesn't mean, and it means that I want to make a comic about it, and it's just figuring out how to do it. So I, I um, yeah, I, there's not, I, I, do, I, any, I don't think there's any subject I wouldn't cover, but it also, but first of all, it's, uh, um, I have to make sure that I'm not speaking on behalf of other people too much, um, and yeah, also yes, like aiming to have authority on the thing that I don't have authority on, um, but also and uh, uh, but yeah, I think I like the challenge of like making something that's like um, summarizes an issue uh, in a way that's like kind of um, you know nice and uh, funny still and funny exactly mm. yeah. I, mean, I the thing is I don't 
The thing with the oh no punchline is that it feels funny from when it's... I'm also fine with people... Go, it's feel, always funny. I'm also, fine, I'm also fine with people feeling sad. Like, I, you know, a lot of them are, like, actually quite sad. But yeah. because of the colours, people get tricked. What? <laughs> what? Uh, so, yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I, that's, I think the doing the stuff on the, the social issues, you know, has been really fun because I think they are, it is a bit more challenging. Mm. And I love, make, I love making comics about trans, like, and gender issues. That uh, and I've made one recently. And I'm like, that's kind of watertight. You can't argue with that. Like it was about um, the joke was um, that people tell you to like cover up your genitals, but the clothes that you cover them up with represent the genitals. So really, when people look at them, they're thinking about your genitals. And the joke there is that we tell people to cover up our genitals, but then uh, you're thinking about them still. Yeah. So that's the joke. Mm. But the implications of that joke are like. Um, you know, the, the, to do with gender and to do with trans stuff and to do with, uh, you know, gender roles and feminism. And everyone can talk about that stuff, but the joke itself is like, fine. And I'm like, and I didn't realise that until after I posted it. And I was like, oh, that, I realised that the discussion has not become, the, the, the discussion became toxic, but not because of the comic. <laughs> it was because people are horrible. Yeah. And that was, I know, I think finding challenges like that and moments where that works. I also, um, uh, yeah, I look back at some of the comics if I'm trying to, I'm overreaching a little bit in terms of um, mm. subject matter. Like, there's some of the early ones to do with gender that I kind of, yeah, it's t- too generic and too, and not, not and a bit clumsy. Yeah. yeah. I think if you're doing stuff now, wanting to challenge yourself and wanting to um, make comics about these issues, do you think it is more important to be the face of your comics now? going back to earlier talking about how you had hidden behind them if you're going to be talking about those issues mm. like you've come out and now like you're the person that gets to say actually I'm a very thoughtful person that puts time and effort into making sure they're um, yeah okay and good I, I definitely think that I still think that the series like if I, if I was to make a series with no uh, just for pure art for artistry and mm. everything blah, 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 it would have no author and it would be like symbol, like an internet kind of symbols. But it definitely helps that if I make a... Co- I think that yeah. I definitely do a thing where I read a comic or something or a meme or a tweet and it's if it's about like gender, queer stuff, uh, you know, anything like that, I then go on the... Yeah, you've got to if, if it's on Twitter, I'll go, I'll check and be like, are you... Because uh, I... If, unless it's making fun of, like let's say it's making fun of queer people, are you queer? In which case, this is, that's fine, uh, or at least you know, or at least interesting and yeah. whatever. Um, or are you extremely not ex- like yeah. homophobic, transphobic? Well, uh, it's the idea of we get to make those jokes about ourselves. Yeah. Um, so I think belonging to that community explicitly yeah. is nice. Okay, so uh, you've kind of covered that, but if you can summarize uh, why comics. Uh, yeah, I, I love comics because it, they're accessible, they're unpretentious, uh, they're fun, and I think, uh, you know, we live in an increasing, like, visual, uh, world, and they can fit on the internet when they're small. Uh, I think that's all the things that, like, kind of drew me to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the first comic you remember reading? Um, so, I didn't have any books around growing up, my parents didn't, like, read a lot. Um, so I'd always like have a book and then read it 
all the time and the book that I had when I got a bit like you know I wasn't like a child like a young child you know maybe like eight eight or so I that my dad had like a book of the far side comics yeah me yes. too <laughs> uh, which I think everyone has these in their yeah. house so it's coming I, back so yeah 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 it is kind of, he's like making new. more stuff which I'm so nervous about I'm nervous too <laughs> I, I'm but excited and nervous I have like... no I have, I'm like I saw that and I was like okay I'm gonna put that to one side and not think about that yeah. because yeah um uh anyway um oh uh, yeah so I, lo- I love far side it's just one of those things where um you know just so beautifully uh made and like always always like a little world each one is like a, an individual thing i do think that um i don't know how he makes it so funny every time because it's because unlike peanuts for example where it's always like you know the um repetition is like part of it each of those kind of has to each of the far side comics stand on their own and be like a sort of has a logic of it unto it's itself world in each strip. yeah and i think that uh to do that is really really difficult um yeah i i but i i, I remember i remember being, being obsessed with those those as like a young child as like, no, as like a you know sort of nine-year-old which is really funny looking back because there's there's i didn't understand a lot of them um, yeah. But yeah, so that there was that alongside, and I think that's why I love strip comics. So it was just such a like a lovely little thing, um, uh, and also I was obsessed with the Beano, uh, mm. which was like again one of the few things. That, it was one of the thing, things that I read that was mine that I didn't just find. Mm. Like it wasn't like a hand me down or like uh, in a charity shop or something. It was like I buy this and I read it and then it's mine. Yeah. Um, Were you I, part of the Beano club? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I entered the Beano comics competition. Uh huh. Um, and. Uh, got to the second the semi-finals and then I met and I met a, a uh, artist from the dandy um, and it was the first time I'd ever met an artist who made stuff because um, I like didn't grow up around that sort of stuff at all and I was like oh my god you can be there's some I've met someone who's an artist you can actually be an artist and he was very, real. he was very yeah they're real and he was like very encouraging about um, uh, comics also I used to I was like uh, I've always had like I know I knew I didn't know who the artists were, but I knew when an artist was doing what, which artist was doing which strip, and what they always did, like as a as a kid. Um, so it was cool seeing him and going, cool. I know, you know, all of that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think it was more like me meeting him and go, oh, I could do that, and I think that just sort of stuck. And I was mm. like, yeah, even even though I never didn't think about that for a long time, uh, when I was like in secondary school. I, I think it really stuck with me and I, I was like comics is a thing that I love and uh, mm. you know I can imagine being that what's your favourite comic at the moment um, I actually brought a list of because uh, it's really hard thinking I, I bought a list of yeah. web comics because yeah. uh, you talk a lot about um, uh, physical physical indie comics which I love and I, but it's not my uh, my world is web comics and I thought it would be nice to like, talk yeah, about that yeah. stuff um so the first one I got here is uh, so these are all yeah, these are all on Instagram, uh, which is just the place that people make comics at the moment. That will change at any minute. So um, uh, yeah, I f- there's one I love called "Sex Is Weird," which is like uh, have you ever seen that? Have you guys seen no. this? No. Mm. So it's just uh, I so Instagram is quite strict about what's about sex stuff. I have no idea how this comic is still on there because it's got so much like genitals, body fluids, like boobs and that. Uh, it's I mean it's great. It's just like. Uh, they very just graphic descriptions of like weird sex stuff mm-hmm. and getting other people's um, 
uh, stories and then illustrating them and things. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's just really nice seeing someone just like having fun and being weird uh, because I think uh, the internet tends to be everything tends to be very like um, yeah look looking nice and this yeah. does not look mm -hmm. nice. It's very scribbly and stuff. Um, I love uh, so I love Emily McGovern who does Emily's cartoons. Who did uh, most known for. Um, uh, my life as a background Slytherin. Do you ever see mm, those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, do you ever see this? Nope. Yeah. You've done um, those? All right. Okay. Yeah, so it's, basically, it's basically like how to formalise, like, Harry Potter fan art, I suppose. But yeah, it's basically like Emily has, like, put herself as a Slytherin, but it, one of the people who was just in the background of all the movies. Mm. And then it's like, so they'll be kind of there. It's like what happens in between the scenes of, like, of um, the books and stuff. It'll mm. be like, you know, uh, it's very sweet and funny. Yeah, it's very sweet, and then she like fancies Draco Malfoy and all that sort of stuff. Um, very nice. And then I think that she, so recently she brought out a book. I think she was like felt a bit tied down. Um, well, obviously, like we all feel like you know you have your thing that's well known, mm. and she, you obviously can't make uh, lot lots of money off something that someone else's property like Harry Potter. Um, but yeah, she's got a new book out, um, which is like her. Uh, she's a very good like writer, and then like her uh, doing a sort of like period. Um, I think it's like a, I haven't read it yet, but I'm excited. It's like a period, um, kind of like period drama action thing. It mm. sounds really cool. Um, Aminda Daliwal, you ever seen this? Uh, Aminda, she does um, uh, Woman World. It won, it won the nice net, I think. Woman World. Um, Woman World, and then she's doing a series now. It's about Cyclopses. Really, it's, uh, <laughs> it's really, it's really good. It's like um, again. I, so I think that Aminda's stuff is like. Uh, she works for, she's like in Hollywood animation and stuff, mm -hmm. um, and she makes yeah. So all of her stuff, I think, is like actually like the best use of webcomics right now, mm -hmm. which is she makes. Um, uh, so Woman World was all about uh, like it was kind of like a storyboard for animation almost, but I think that I was just so ready to see that on the internet, just like that was, it, but it was made to be read on the internet. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like a world where there's no men and it's in the future and it's and like all the men have died and it's like what do women do and it's like how like uh, just it's all, walks at night yeah yeah, yeah stuff like, <laughs> they, they, so they always do stuff like that they yeah. like walk around at night and they're going like oh, I heard that in the past like uh, it's always stuff like that yeah um, awesome. very funny really really good and it's like very kind of sketchy and I think that it uses like the internet really well uh, and I was going to answer chat to Julia K who's my friend Julia. Who, um, Hi, uh, who makes uh, hasn't done, done so that many web comics recently, but started out. We started out around the same time. She does. Uh, she did a book called Late Bloomer, and still is doing uh, these kind of um, comics, which is uh, like autobiographical comics, but about her transition. Like, uh, uh, and so it'd be like, um, yeah, but like really, really like very frank, very uh, mm. you know, sort of diary comic stuff through like an extremely vulnerable time and just talking about all of the uh, ins and outs of that. And it's like, yeah, I cried when I read the book. Because I remember when she started bringing them out and she brought out on her like uh, private Twitter. And I was reading them going, this is going to be an, an incredible book. It was so, you know, it was Can so... Can you get the book uh, in stores now? Yeah, yeah. Uh, called Late, Late Bloomer. Um, but yeah, she's doing more on uh, the internet now as well, of like uh, awesome. documenting her transition. Uh, like, just like being just being a uh who she wants to be so yeah um that's really nice too so yeah and then finally what's a piece of advice that you always remember receiving 
Um, so I think about this one, and I. Uh, so I, I, I give out a lot of advice because I used to be. I did like an Agony Aunt series uh, mm-hmm. for a while, and I realized I was like, it's so bad that I don't remember, I remember advice that I've been given. Um, but then I remember that um, uh, when I was doing Doris McComics, and I was very like. Uh, I overthought that series massively, and with like each comic, I'd like want to be amazing. And I planned on making a book of the of the stuff, but I wanted it to be like the ultimate Doris McComics book. Um, and I said all this stuff to Nicholas Gurowicz, who does the Parry Bible Fellowship, yeah, um, mm. classic uh, web comic, um, which is again one of my favorite comics growing up. Um, like web comics when I started reading them, um, so it was really cool. I was like hanging out with him and being like mm-hmm. and then um, but yeah he gave me uh, he uh, I was talking about my book stuff and he was like because he had the same thing of like over, like being ambitious and overthinking things he was like don't gild the lily man just don't you know it's fine as it is and I was like and I think I've t- taken that because since, since you know having that advice and like really thinking of it in that way being like I don't know why I keep um, you know wanting to add more and more and more mm. uh, I think the thing he was he was he's we both, I think both of us have the um tendency the like desire to like explain why our jokes are, why our comics are good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh because, because partly because doing a webcomic uh it's both of us like there's a lot of thought and then all of that is cut away and you just have the final product mm-hmm. but like you know um so people just go oh yeah you've, you've done a comic and you went from a to b but really you went you know really you went from like a and then you went all the way through all the alphabet, through, all the way through the alphabet <laughs> and then back to back b again, yeah. uh and then that's what people see and I think that the, the other artists let's say it. And so he said that in his book, he like wrote all of the explanations of all of his comics. And then he was like, he did that and then cut it out and was like, no, it's good as it mm. is. Don't gild the lily. And so I think that's a web, web comic name. I'm like, it's, I, I really have let go of that. So nice. it's been nice. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on to our little podcast. It's been a pleasure. Ooh, thanks for having me. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Other than uh, everything you've been talking about for the last hour, um, I'd say, yeah, follow me on Instagram, uh, webcomic underscore name, and then I'm Doris my comics on Twitter, confusingly. Um, I think I'm doing. Ooh. I mean, no, Ono is an Ono book. It's yes, like, it's actually, yeah, Ono, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm doing a sort. Of, I'm hoping to do a sort of relaunch uh, thing before Christmas. Um, so look out for that. Um, and yeah, nothing, nothing in the in the recent in the near pipeline. Mm. Um, just carry on doing work point mainly. Mm. So um, you gonna be at yeah. any events for us the year? Um, I'll be at London MCM and I'll be at Brighton Illustration Fair. And you in trouble? I can't. I'm in Mexico. I'm painting, Ooh, I'm, painting a, I'm painting a mural in Mexico. I know. I had to, I had to. What is life? <laughs> I, know, I, I, I was because I have I've never missed Thought Bubble. Yeah. Uh, for like so for like five years or whatever. You'll be missed. Um, and I was really excited because uh, I was a guest as well. I was like, I was like, oh, this is, you know, being being cool. And then I got asked to go to Mexico. And I, it was like a free trip to Mexico, so doing that instead. <laughs> Mexico or Harrogate in, <laughs> yeah. in November. I know. Yeah. Harrogate looks very lovely. I've never yeah, been yeah. excited. Okay, cool. Thank you very much. Thanks for having um, Yeah. We'll see you next time, bleeders. No, Hamish, no. <laughs> You've been listening to Full Bleed. You can follow us on Twitter at Full Bleed Pod, where you'll also find our individual accounts. Thanks for listening. Bye.